The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello? <laughs> you didn't hear that, did no, you? No, of course not. What was it? Was it white noise? Oh. I'm absolutely bloody ecstatic because I was a bag of assholes this afternoon because I didn't think I had a shit show in hell. And here the hell am I? And I've got a pile of stones. Sorry, Jaden, I've got to go. Bag of assholes she was, but here the hell she is. Dame Susan is in the top three. Very exciting. Welcome to The Real Pod. We are absolutely fizzing. Uh, to talk about Treasure Island, my name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey. Kelda. Bosom. <laughs> Absolutely bosom. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show, Alex. You're still on Love Island. We're talking Treasure Island. I don't care. All the islands are the same. And They're I was really this close. Not. I was like, I was very dark on this that past week before we watched these two episodes. I was like, you were grieving. I was grieving. I was going through, yeah, I was going I was through the grieving. seven. <laughs> All, the seven always steps. be grieving. Always be grieving. <laughs> I thought there were only five steps. Have you got seven? Oh, is that the recovery? I don't, I don't know. know. Did you? <laughs> Look, the, the, the point is that it, it felt like the show had sort of been gerrymandered to have like an inevitable conclusion and then fate got in the way and it was... I'm still flying. Are you still flying? I just watched... Tonight's Ep, Tuesday night's Ep, um, in the office and had to leave the office because I was weeping. Yeah. I was weeping. And, I mean, that probably comes more from having been on the island. Even though watching it since I've left, particularly this week, feels like a totally different season to me. Like it doesn't feel like the place that I was at at all. I have quite bad FOMO seeing things and going, I could have done that. But aside from that, I'm like, this just feels like an entirely different game at this point. Um and these characters don't feel like people that I was, like, hanging out with. But, man, I was very emotionally drawn in um, with the whole Susan and Lance thing and then the Susan and Wardy going up against each other. And um, despite everything, my heart for Wardy is the last – it was like he was the last member of my team. So to True. see him go – and I so know well. I know how much he wanted this. Like, he really, like – Easily as much as Maddie McLean. You can you can lot. see like in, in his response, like he's trying to hold it in, but that there is no chill in that man no. when that happens. No. So I got quite emotional and I went off and I rang him and said, You, you did us proud, mate. Yeah. Then Susan, just oh. what a nuggy. 
Like she, you can see how she just just eats world titles for breakfast. Even I don't even know how old she is, but she's just still really, really gnarly. Man, okay, we should probably recap from Monday. Okay, let's go back to the beginning of the week when we still had six. Well, we had two powerhouses, and then four sort of um, everyone else still in the game. So Art and Lance, Maddie and Lana, and Wardy and Susan, and that's how the pairs rolled out after. After an honesty box session and a speed dating session, um, that were honestly a joy to watch on the television. Very tense. Yeah. How did it feel, Jane, seeing the some of the reveals about like your alliance with Lance and stuff? It must have felt like being at your own funeral. It was. And also, but like if I were at that funeral, I'd want to get up out of my coffin and say, Liar! Mm. <laughs> <Actor>. <laughs> Because even when he's telling the truth of an honesty box, he's been very creative with it. I did not call him over for a chat. He called me over several times. Um, this is true. He instigated. He the yelled at you in front of everyone. I know. I know. And of course, now they will have all seen that. But at the time, I must have just seemed like the biggest piece of work. You know? No, you're just playing the game. Well, Lance was playing the game, and I went along for the ride. Don't believe his lies, Duncan. Um. I, I really enjoyed watching Maddie McLean squirm and and some of his sort of like in a like he, he didn't have a good answer for a lot of those questions from from Lana for example. I worry for Maddie McLean after all this because he seems to be wound up like a spring since the moment we got there. <laughs> Surely there's no after all. Surely Maddie McLean is like a Japanese POW still fighting the Second World War in the eighties. <laughs> On some abandoned Fijian island, right? Like that, he feels like he's Colonel Kurtz up the river with this season. Yeah, it's he's honestly, and seeing him in person, like from that very first moment they walked up the beach and stood across from us, I was like, wow, Maddie's eyes are really wide and he seems to be shaking. And that just (laughs) never stopped. (laughs) What was his energy like um, when you sat with him on the couch um, on breakfast, Jane? Was he there or was it a hologram, perhaps? I, well, I could, like I tried to touch him and my hand went right through. So mm. it had to be a hologram. Yeah, so he's still on the island for sure. Well, I, yeah, I love I love how Maddie is like clearly playing so hard, but yeah, is not is not really thinking two steps ahead as in like, what if someone asks you about any of these moves? And he just goes, blah, cannot Lance deal with Lance got it. off super lightly just because like, cause Lance is arguably being more shifty than Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's also his brand is shifty. Yeah, that's the thing, right? So he and he's so cheeky about it, and he like as as mentioned, he manages to frame things a certain way so they perhaps don't make him look quite as bad. Um, and honestly, like a lot of people have said to me, you know, oh, why'd you align with Lance or would you? I would align with Lance again and again and again and again because the power of that man's charisma is actually impossible to deny. <laughs> I wondered on on his pull and charisma. Did you clock when they had sort of like a rave party sequence at camp? They were playing "The Floor Is Lava," the Lance Valley track, and I was like, "Did he write that in his contract? Like, was that part of it, or do you think they were like, or or do you think that because they don't normally do any syncs on that mm. show, do you think that he released it? Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, from the from the publishing hellscape and allowed it to uh you know to, to be played like I, I find that that real interesting that like was this 
good promotion for his song or was this just a cheap way to get a song that's not production music? Yeah, or is it bad promotion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can it be all of the above? It's a, she's a ropey old track, much as I love Lance. There were so many abdominal muscles from Art Green in that sequence. Yeah. Again and again and is again. Is he dried out in this moment? Like, is it like, you know how bodybuilders dry out before a show? Like, is he, what I'm trying to ask here, and I think this is a fine thing to ask, is he looking better on the island than normal life because of the conditions they're living in? I definitely think he's got more cut as time's gone on because there's just not as much food as he'd normally be eating, Because right? the definition. It, it, there's just no, I don't, like, you can't walk around like that all the time. I just don't think that's a sustainable way to live. So he's been cutting and I think he's cut much harder <laughs> on the island and he knows it. <laughs> but... I don't know about you. I and I don't. You don't have to answer this, but I sort of have the art ick. Like post the, all of those reveals, I just don't feel the same way as I used to about him. It's weird. I watched some of it back under a different lens because, you know, I think I posited a couple of weeks ago when he was he was being particularly sort of um, admonishing. Is that the word about the flat fans? That's not the word, is it? It's pretty close. Close enough. You know what I mean. Um, I I was starting to get the ick a bit then because I hurt feelings but then I watched it back under the lens of I think he's trying to be funny and just not maybe not landing it it's just not as overt and when you watch it back like that you're like that's exactly what's that is actually exactly what's happening so I think Art's a nice guy I, yeah, I do I think Lance is a, a, a super nice guy they'd be getting some stick in the um in the discord um you know because it can be a bit boring just to see big, strong men win things all the time. But that's almost not their fault. Like that, the production basically handed them a bunch of wins. You know, like they, it would have been, I was thinking this with over the last like couple of events. Like if you had things that were a combination of strength and strategy, almost as the default for uh, the face-offs. Not saying that's easy to do, but that's so much more kind of It has a fun. big impact on the game, right? If Yeah, because they obviously, that whole team had so much more strength than we did in general. So every face-off, if strength was involved, um, we were fucked. But I will also say, let's mix up the puzzles within the show, not just to the latter half. Yeah. Not just strength all well, at the exactly, front and puzzles exactly. all at the end. Because you can see how much it evens out the playing field, just like that. Totally. Well, one more... Note re sort of sequencing, and I, forgive me, I haven't finished the TI um, episode of the Real Pop. Very good episode on Merit First Sight last week, though. But did you note the fact that the sequence of you know whether you went first or last on the chess night's yes. chess? Okay, because yep, that was that. crazy. Yeah. Like that's such a huge advantage. Like to, so, to Susan last. had to have take another turn. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's why, and it was just like a default loss, like yeah. a schedule loss. Anyway, it is what it is, and they're gone now. Art and Art and Lance, they well, had the. Um, we need to linger on that because that was such that a was huge. Crazy. Can moment. we talk about before so, we get into the fire challenge? All this conversation about sucking toes. <laughs> You've got the ick, haven't you, Alex? I can see it in your face. Well, I just. So I feel like I lived my entire life until about 2019. Hearing nobody talk about sucking toes, and now I just feel like I oh, can't. Oh, you went there for the whole lady die. There was a whole lady die episode with toe sucking. Was wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, it, huge. Was on, it was on those leaked tapes. Yeah, she was. She started. Lady it, really. Diana. <laughs> yeah, we do obviously need to talk about the fire lighting challenge, but before that, there was the coconuts puzzle situation where they had to 
hiffed some coconuts into a crate which revealed a puzzle underneath another crate and Lana and Maddie absolutely smoked it because Lana used to throw fish once again, like in the last season. I adored that. Like it was just really good to have – uh, the the sports machine just completely destroyed by Lana. Like it was just like just just good good to to like geez, it was just very emotionally uh, racking television. All this like the whole the whole way through it was such a kind of sports movie cliche underdog story right through. It really got me. Monday night's episode was possibly the best in Treasure Island history. Agree. Right down to like when it looked like Lance again was going to overtake Maddie. You know, he caught up with the coconuts and then ran out, was ahead on the puzzle, and then was like, oh, no, I've actually completely forgotten what I'm doing. <laughs> and had to go back. I love that. That was the start of like, oh, maybe the Titans will fall. <laughs> Maddie had such a sound strategy for that puzzle, counter, just counter assigning every dot a number and then remembering which numbers were the ones. It, like, was, that was, very very, clever. it was very clever. But I was also worried that he, he, he was overcomplicating it because he took seemed to take so long to come to – Execute that when everyone else was just sort of slowly getting better. Yeah, but he that he did it, mate. It was the right thing to do. No, but confidence, right? Like, because if he'd botched Lana's lead, that would have been it would have been trouble in the paradise of that team for sure. And uh, in terms of Wardy and Susan, why was Susan not throwing and Wardy doing the puzzle? We know he's good at puzzles. We know she's good at mm. sports. Yeah, that, that was a that was a botch. That was just a, I guess, big man do throw thing. Yeah. Anyway, and we got the mega yips. Like he just could not lob that coconut in for love oh, nor money. I, I really felt for Wardy. James Susan Devoy had the Josh Oakley energy in that one. Um, oh my god! Did not want to. Did not want to lose. And fair enough too. But. Um, Poor Wardy, really, she really railed him, didn't she? But it's just so he she'll be such a yip machine. Like if you had any latent yips, Dame Susan mm. like glaring at oh you my God. and bagging you out by way of cheering you on would not be good. <laughs> he seems to hold his composure, even though externally, even though you can tell that he's like ribbons inside. Yeah. Um, but he made up for it in the in the uh, ensuing challenge, which was building some fire. And the building was, fire challenge. The, the hubris of <laughs> Arthur Green when he was just like... Oh, playing with the flint. Like, playing I know how to get it flint. going. Oh. Oh. Also, that seems like a fire hazard. Don't have that big old man sparking around the forest. <laughs> but look, to be fair, it's rained like for seven score and ten over there. That, that, that whole place is sodden. Uh, that, that this is the one challenge that I've watched and was like, I absolutely would have won this. Yeah, a hundred percent. I've been lighting fires since the moment I could hold a match. I've always been responsible for lighting the fires in my house. Um, and Art and Lance absolutely duffed it. They really didn't build did. a little mm-hmm. teepee shape early on the way that the others They're did. Just so cocky. They were like, well, you know, like we we always make the fire versus like. This is a very specific challenge. Like, it's not about making a fire. It's about driving a fire up to a specific location. Also, they joked, they made, earlier on in the season, they made a joke about how we couldn't get our fire going in our camp. Simply not true. We just didn't need to. We had a barbecue. So we just didn't have the fire going. It's not like we were cold, you know? (laughs) Uh, So we were were fire starters also. We were fine with it. Anyway, I think, you know, Susan was there. She gave the... um, 
the encouragement and she gave the, the the sticks a good blow. But that was that was kind of Wardy's redemption, wasn't it? That little fire that he built. When the flames started licking the rope and you could see the little embers catching on. Yeah, when the rope caught fire, it was it was incredibly like you were just because the whole way through you're like this can't possibly be, and you wouldn't allow yourself the emotional devastation of daring to dream. And then it sort of became gradually clear that it was really going to happen. These basically normal people were going to defeat the gods. It was crazy. I mean, Susan DeWitt is not a normal person. No, but she is is in her 60s. (laughs) Oh, don't get me wrong. She is my absolute idol. Yeah. Like from now now until forevermore. I mean, no no one's normal on this show, right? But but just the, the, like, Art and Lance are built in a lab to win this show. And they took them down. Yeah. it was sensational. It really was. Um, and I'm just, at this point, even though I hated it about an hour beforehand, I am so happy that Art and Lance were paired together. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just, I don't know, it was extremely, um, just extremely satisfying to see, yeah, as you say, Normies take out the big boys who had owned the competition for weeks and weeks and weeks on end, you know, just having a lovely time beating everyone yeah. all the time. And then just a little fire and out they go. I, anything, like things, I just still blows my mind how the tiniest thing can change the whole, you know. It was like, like your exit, right? Yeah, Same it was thing. like my exit. It was like the ball puzzle that um, Maddie and Lana did the next day. It's like you just don't ever assume yeah. anything. And now we have a final three that's pure underdogs, you know, which we, we love each and every one of them. But if you had asked us a week ago, it was not looking like they were going to make it. And that's why, like, the fire challenges. It kind of has the same role in Survivor quite often. It, like, comes out of nowhere and just knocks out the Titans. I wonder, would they have always had this planned, like, to be at this point? This is the fire challenge? I think so because by my reckoning, I think they have – I think the, the challenges go – I don't think they do them on the fly. I think they're already planned out. Um, and the reason I think that is that I feel like production would have made some changes earlier on to avoid having mm. such a rinsing of the – of the fans if that was kind of an option. Um, right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're cool. there's so many cool things about that that final trio, right? But the the amount of emotion and, you know, the, the Lance-Susan speech, incredible. Like Maddie's just complete shock, shock and awe. Oh. The whole the three of them just sort of seeing each other and all recognise. Like there's just so much where you're like, this stupid show – that has no right to be on TV in 23, has no right to have this much drama and emotion, and yet here we are again just marvelling at it. Like, what, What? how? How? It's honestly so genius. So we have a top three. How? So Wardy went out, oh, his elimination, that was that looked um, horrible. Why do they always? Cause I, Before we get to Wardy, can we please talk about Art's leaving message? Oh, yes, we can. I've had so many messages. <laughs> About Art's leaving message. Where he said he's going home to have an ice oh. bath and go to the gym. <laughs> the things he's missed the most. I really miss <laughs> going to the gym. Surely that is a, just a, a ruthless edit. Like there's just it's no. It's got to be. It's got to be. There's no way he didn't say I miss my wife and kids. Because it was just like delish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair. The gym was there first. That's true. <laughs> that is true. And the gym will be there last. He is definitely <laughs> dying underneath. He definitely popped to the gym before getting home, eh? Yeah. He just did a quick, quick, quick um, <laughs> sweat. 
sponsoring by Jets. <laughs> it's definitely a Jets car. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, the the Lana you mentioned, the Lana, sorry, the um, Lance and Susan thing. Sort of, I mean, we didn't really see heaps of that. That it all seemed to be crammed into this one episode, but it was just pure delight. And it was really nice to kind of get some insight into what Lance was like around camp, being a total gentleman. But his speech about, you know, looks is deceiving was like, Mm. you're just like some of the stuff needs to be in some sort of reality TV museum as like a a video art piece, not that kind of art. Speaking of which, um, Dame Susan (gasps) named her top three moments of the show. One was helping Maddie defeat me and Josh in the pushing challenge. One was um what was the what was the other one was I forget what the other one was. was no, I was seeing Josh was I was seeing her Josh beat Josh. And then the other third one was receiving a stone from a uh, RIP contestant Jane Yee. Aww. <laughs> um made her feel like she had a friend. Now there's something hidden in the studio, Duncan. No. <gasps> there is a no. challenge ahead no. for you. No. I want oh, I want wow. you to do a quick search. Quickly. Right now, yep. right now. Benny Hill music. Okay. He's looking. Go, Duncan. Look oh. at the monster. <laughs> Look at the monster. He's definitely just absolutely going home. He's going home. <laughs> You're, like, oh. You're not moving fast enough, Duncan. <laughs> he can't hear you, Alex. He's taking his headphones oh. off. She says, Look at the monster, which I think is probably wise. <laughs> He's over to the plant. <laughs> What's he found? I found a leaf. No. Key. Oh, oh, my God. No. Oh, my gosh. Fucking wild. What right. have you got? You've got a little package. What I've got is, I'm sure this is from production, a uh, like an eco sort of napkin. No, it's a Hessian theatre of the mind. <laughs> it is a Hessian theatre of the mind. <gasps> this is the biggest <laughs> chunk of obsidian. Isn't it heavy? It's so heavy. It's so glorious. It's mine and it's all mine. Okay, no so one else is, can touch it. This is a stone of power. He isn't oh, even, he's fine. so overtaken. This, okay, is this I've been told this is Percy. I have watched footage back and I actually believe this is Dick. No. <laughs> I think that's what We cannot Dick. have Dick. <laughs> we must have Dick in the Real Pod Museum. I mean, it wasn't Susan directly, <laughs> um, but it definitely would have been it's in made Susan's position at you. some point. I was kind of hoping it was my stone. I no, thought that would be a lovely to have Dick. To well, what would have been good would have been some... if my stone had been Dick because she was in possession. I don't know what my stone was. Yeah, we need to do some frame by frame but analysis. I did. This is not my stone. I think it's Dick. It's very long. <laughs> it's very pointy. Mine was quite round. This one's quite long, <laughs> and, uh, and I was watching Maddie receiving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Receiving his stone of power <laughs> from Dick from Susan, and it looked really a lot like this one. So it's either, is... Percy, it's either Percy or Dick. It's one or the other. We need to. We need a full plinth. We need like a, a room with a, one of those twisty safe things on it. This it is feels huge. really this is a nice huge acquisition. It does. This Dick feels oh, grand in the hand. <laughs> See, this is why Brie does Lovely weight to it. It's too easy not to, right? Like, it's too easy. You can't. Beautiful surface. All right. Okay. Good stuff. Um, thank you. Strong Thank dick. you very much to the gods for delivering this um, wonderful, wonderful memento from the island. Truly, probably our most prized possession in the Real Pop Museum. 
today. Okay. Where will we? We're just marvelling. We're just I mean, so, so obviously we, we haven't really discussed the actual elimination challenge itself, which looks real gnarly. And I love the the whole scene, you know, like incoming tide, twilight, they're sort of beaten and bedraggled and neither of them wants to, to the other to lose, but neither of them can can let it go. Oh, I think they both want the other to lose. <laughs> Well, I definitely think they both want the other two. Yeah, yes, but they there was like the, they had a bond that meant that it was always going to be bittersweet. And Susan just cannot, like, even when she was there were clearly times when she wanted to go home. There's just something in her that just cannot give up. It's so gorgeous to watch. I also I loved how they were setting us up yeah. for a Susan departure. You know, like there was all the build up about how she doesn't like water. She's not a confident swimmer, and like you say, Duncan, the waves were lapping in. And even like she told Lana she'd give away all her many, many, many stones. And no, then I saw Wardy's big foot on that That's tiny over. post. And I was like, this man is in big trouble. I did wonder like how long they had allowed for the actual filming of it because they seemed to be filming on a sandbar that was rapidly disappearing. <laughs> I think this is a challenge that's been done on Survivor before. So they probably have some idea. Um, of the kind of maximum anyone can go to. Well, in some respects, like the incoming tide just accelerates it, right? Like mm. it's destabilizing. It'll kind of make it cold. Like it, it just had this whole dramatic element. J- Jaden is like <laughs> rapidly submerging. It's amazing. It looked, I, I, yeah. Wardy's foot. Uh, you know, I think that the the pole to foot ratio thing favoured Susan for sure. In fact, she's an athlete, favoured her for sure. But it was true what they were saying about Wardy and that endurance challenge we had with our feet up against the discs. Mm. He, after five minutes, was really struggling. And I was like, oh, my God, Wardy's going to be like the first or second out in this one. I couldn't believe it. And he just bloody hung on mm. for a full hour in total pain. So, you know... It was quite magic to watch. I did think, you know, if anyone can kind of push through this, it's Wardy. But um, in the end, the, the the wobbles got him. The wobbles got him, and he he was super cut up. But then, I don't know, Susan, man, like so Susan as a kind of this, just in every respect, this example of what like an older woman, notoriously invisible to society, can just how they can talk, how they can be, how they can relate, the sort of prickliness, the the guarded, but the, the way this genuinely feels like it's cracked her open in a life-significant way, the, it's just like this is – it feels like like when you, if you were to try and explain this, which we probably are, to some people who are not watching the show, you almost just wouldn't bother. You're like, I can't tell you. You'll never understand. You'll never believe me when I say – just how affecting this completely stupid show is, and mm. yet mm. I am, and I'm nervous about the next season because I assume Dame Susan DeVoy is not going to be here, you know. <laughs> and I, she's just brought so much to the last two seasons, yeah. Um, and it's so good to see her kind of break that top six curse, and you know. I was going to say coastal away, but she hasn't. She's fought really bloody hard to get into the final. We've got three people who have really vastly different strategies, you know. Uh, Maddie's been very strategic, a lot of alliances, creative with the truth and so on. Lana's been, like, extremely honest, very loyal. And then Susan sort of hasn't really had any alliances and she's just done it purely on willpower, it seems. It's incredible. Is this also the first time in the new wave, at least, we've got two women in the final? 
This has not happened before, I don't think. We had, it was all blokes for the Sam Wallace season. Oh, yeah. That was a shock. And then it was Lance and Chris and Edna, and then we had Jesse, Elvis, and Courtney. Yes. Mm. Pretty good. So if it comes full circle, next season we'll have three women in the final. That's how the pattern goes in maths. That's exactly how it works. I would also just like to shout out, you know, Susan... Her little insights she gives at camp, there was that amazing conversation before the final challenge about um, advice for like a long-lasting marriage. (laughs) (laughs) And there was this amazing reveal where she talked about, um, she didn't know what spooning was, (laughs) but then she was like, you know, genuinely you've got to let the other person do their thing and respect their space and their interests. And I was just like, it's not often you get people like Susan just yarning on our telly, and it's so good to see. It's a real, yeah. it's really sad that she, I mean, look, we might get an all-star season later later down the track. I've, actually, but, I've got a, a Susan DeVoy vehicle to pitch you to when the mics are off, so. Ooh, why must the mics be off? <laughs> <laughs> because copyright the spinoff. Don't True. trust the spies who That's are really notoriously smart. everywhere. Okay, so <laughs> we are, uh, we've, we've farewelled Wardy, um, Team Vi officially gone from the island. There are no fans left. It's only faves and it's three faves. We've got Maddie McLean, we've got Lana and we've got Susan. And who is your money on for the win tomorrow? Oh my God. The the way that Susan ran back to camp screaming, big booty, big booty, <laughs> makes me think it's going to the dame. <laughs> also, she's got Rock City. Like, she's got so many rocks and so much power. One thing that makes me nervous, as I saw in the um, in the teaser, there was a bit where Maddie McLean dives into the water. That's mm. the only thing that makes me nervous about the dame. I reckon but that could be the dame terrorising him and just, like, casting him from the island. No, because she's scared of swimming because of, oh. of her bad experience. Yeah, but that's, like I said, she's casting Okay, her, okay. But uh, also, who knows? Who knows what that means? And also we've seen what the dame is capable of when she puts her mind to it, despite the incoming tide. Yeah. So I'm so, so, so super excited. My money's on the dame. Duncan? Dame. Dame. Dame all round. Ooh. All right. We will, we will have the winner... In studio. Are you bringing her, her slash him in a giant hessian sack to yes. protect the modesty of Actually of already colleagues? hidden in the studio. <laughs> okay. um, it's just going to have to be here overnight and uh, and we will be, um, the episode will be published straight after the final. So we'll talk to you then with our lovely winner of Treasure Island Fans versus Faze. The greatest season. I didn't win. Kia ora e te iwi. Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.